Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, this is Brian Alvarez, and this is today's edition of the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the Eight Side Network. Let's get it on. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is the Monday after WrestleMania here on this program, and we have got a lot to talk about here today. I haven't talked to you guys on Observer Live since Friday. Lots happened since then. We've had night one of WrestleMania, we've had night two of WrestleMania. We've got Raw tonight, NXT Stand and Deliver on Saturday, SmackDown on Friday, the Hall of Fame, Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, about 50 other shows in the area. we got a lot going on on Raw tonight. I've been told a few things that we can tell you about. And uh, also the retirement, the official retirement, laying his boots in the ring of Triple H, injury to Boogs, AJ Styles slashed open on the way to the ring. He was not happy about that. And uh, yes, Pat Buck quit. One of the uh, the WWE agents had just uh, had enough after WrestleMania, and he's out of there. So we'll tell you about that here today, and uh, really anything else you want to talk about. So I, I often plug the uh, subscriber area. I'm not going to do a big plug here, but it's uh, WrestlingObserver.com for uh, audio and newsletters, and of course we've got Video.F4WOnline.com as well. And uh, of all weekends, like... You know, if you really want to know everything that happened WrestleMania weekend, you're better off being a subscriber because I can't get into all of it today. It's impossible. I'll tell you as much as I possibly can in the next hour, but uh, you are missing out because we did uh, very, very in-depth coverage all weekend and uh, certainly more to come. So if you're not a subscriber to WrestlingObserver.com or Video.F4WOnline.com, if you do like this show and you're not a subscriber, I mean, it's twelve ninety nine a month. And uh, with inflation the way it is, you probably pay more for, you know, coffee. So uh, I would recommend checking it out, and, uh, getting caught up with everything going on in the world of wrestling. If you have questions, comments, etc., 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com at Brian Alvarez on Twitter. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Hey, everybody. You all right? Back on the show, Brian Elber is here. Let's get going today. we got a lot to get into. Been a long weekend. All right, how to begin. Let's get going. With the beginning. Yeah, so uh, WrestleMania was uh, this weekend. Did you guys know that it was a WrestleMania this weekend? It was two nights. And uh, you know what we're going to start with here today very quickly is uh, how all the shows did this weekend. And... Uh, you know, I was going over my uh, timeline before the show started, and I was, I was, I was actually fixing to get really mad and start. Uh, I responded to one guy, which was one guy too many, a historian 
who was angry that we were given the real numbers for uh, WrestleMania, which is one of the funnier tweets I've seen in a while. Carl? But I was going to get really mad at a, a bunch of people, but then, you know, I really started to think about this, and I thought, you know, like, if you can't deal with the actual numbers for WrestleMania, I mean, I could get mad at you, but the fact of the matter is, if you can't deal, you've got some problems in your life. So I have sympathy. So I'm just going to ignore it and move on. WrestleMania Night 1, they distributed 65,719 tickets. That's distributed. The actual paid was between 55 and 60,000. The fake attendance, which is a 100% fake attendance, it is not the number of tickets distributed plus the people who sell popcorn and the security and this and that that people do. This is a fake number, okay? I don't care what Bruce Pritchard said on his podcast. Okay, the guy who runs his company, his name is Vince McMahon. You guys all bow to him at WrestleMania after he has a bad match. He said, Vince, okay, not me. He has said flat out that the attendance is for entertainment. It is part of the entertainment portion of the show. It is fake. It is made up, okay? Four times a year, they do an earnings call. They release actual numbers of the full attendance for the uh, quarter, and in fact, if you do the math, they do give the real number for WrestleMania, and it's never the fake number that they put on the screen, which was particularly funny on night two because they put one fake number on the screen, and then the announcers had a different fake number. So we had two fake numbers. They couldn't even get their story straight. So anyway, first night, 65,000 tickets out, between 55 and 60 paid. Uh, second night, 65,719, uh, I'm sorry, 65,653 out. Uh, between 55 and 60,000 paid. And uh, they had uh, uh, two fake numbers for that night. But basically, they added 12,000 people to the attendance, which is, in fact, what they do every year, and they have done every year since the beginning of time. And they admit this, but it's my fault. So that's uh, WrestleMania. Tonight, Raw, they have got uh, 9,732 tickets out. The building is set up for 10,406 so uh, there's 674 tickets available. They're probably going to sell out. So uh, that's the Raw after WrestleMania we'll talk about in a moment. NXT Stand and Deliver, 4,366. Somehow they did not have uh, 15,000 popcorn sellers and security and et cetera, et cetera, uh, to get that 4,366 in the building. Um, I mean, compared to what they normally do on Tuesday nights in Florida, that's a great number. But if you look back at the uh, you know NXT TakeOver WrestleMania weekend shows when Triple H was in charge, there is no way to spin this as an improved NXT. It is, it is uh, worse off in every single conceivable way, this NXT 2.0. I do not want to hear arguments. Friday Night SmackDown did a great number, 12,011 tickets. They were completely sold out for the SmackDown show in the Hall of Fame. The third best SmackDown number since returning to the road. According to uh, WrestleTix, quote, a tremendous number, which it was. And uh, Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor uh, with Tony Khan in charge. Uh, 1,978 tickets out. Uh, so Tony Khan mentioned 2,000 at the media scrum. He inflated it by uh, uh, 22 tickets. Apparently there were only 22 security guards, popcorn sellers, and anyway... So those are the numbers for uh, for the weekend. So uh, the good, the bad, and everything in between. Now the shows. I told you these shows were going to be pretty good. Night one was better than night two. 
But I was entertained by both shows. Night one, we had the Usos beating Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. When Rick Boogs injured his leg, they had to go to the finish early. He has suffered an injured patella and torn quad, and he is going to be out of action for a long time. Best wishes to old Boogs. They had to change the finish. They had to shave time off the match. And so they filled that time with copious video packages and then ran out of time later. It's actually like that AEW show where they had a fake standby match, and by putting the fake standby match on the show, they actually ran out of time and had to cut some other stuff later in the show. Drew McIntyre beat Happy Corbin. I thought the match was good. It wasn't a great match, but it was good. Drew McIntyre won and uh, then chopped the uh, ring ropes with his sword. So we got to see some uh, special effects. Miz and Logan Paul beat Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. Way better than anybody could have expected because of Logan Paul. This dude outworked the Miz. If you showed any random person this match and said, name the one guy who's you know uh, not a wrestler, they would have picked the Miz. Logan Paul looked great. They had a fun match. Uh, they 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 won. Miz and Logan Paul won. And then Logan Paul, who's just like, he's the greatest heel, Miz turns on him. I guess to turn him babyface. But everyone cheered the Miz. So the whole thing is just a total mess. I think Logan Paul is coming back. So I'm even more baffled they that they shot this angle at the end, but they did. Bianca beat Becky. Man, I've been talking about this one for months, and all I heard was, not going to happen. I'll believe it when I see it. Well, I hope you all believe it now, because she beat her clean in the middle of the ring with the KOD. She won the title. They finished off a story that they started at WrestleMania, and I thought it was an excellent match. I thought Becky did everything in her power to get Bianca over. Bianca looked like a huge star. She had the uh, best women's match on WrestleMania now two years in a row. So uh, congratulations to her, the new Raw Women's Champion. Seth Rollins versus Marco Stunt. Big surprise. No, of course not, everyone. It was Cody Rhodes. And they hit his music, and the place went crazy for this guy, and he was massively over, and they had a very good match, and Cody beat him. Yeah, Cody did not do a job his first night in. Beat him with the crossroads. Came off like a massive superstar. He's going to appear on Raw tonight. He's going to talk about everything. And I would expect there to be references to AEW, although I don't think he will actually say the letters AEW, but we shall see. It was a home run segment. I know people don't want to hear that, but it was. Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey, better than I expected. Wasn't a uh, great match or anything like that, but, I mean, they certainly worked hard. They tried. No one half-assed it. Charlotte beat her with a boot after Ronda Rousey had gotten a pin although the uh, referee reversed it because he saw the foot on the ropes. And then she had a submission while the ref wasn't around. So uh, she had a pin and a submission and uh, then got booted in the face and uh, lost. So looks like they're going to be heading towards a submission match. Steve Austin beat Kevin Owens. They actually did a match. There was a guy there that had a big sign, Meltzer Fierce Facts, on a weekend where we got Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee. And Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens in an actual match. And man, for a guy that hasn't been around in 18 years, 57 years old, he did a hell of a job. This was a retirement match to be proud of. Kevin Owens looked great as well, worked his ass off for Stone Cold. Stunner finished in the middle of the ring. Austin took suplexes on the cement the whole nine yards. Holy smokes, I thought this delivered... I mean, it didn't deliver as much as the uh, Jackass match, but it over-delivered. So I thought this was this was excellent. And uh, before I go on, Mike, before the break, uh, what did you think of that first night? 
I really enjoyed the first night. I mean, wrestling-wise, I thought it was a, a better night. You know, Cody and Seth, they bought Cody Rhodes. And when you buy Cody Rhodes, you buy all of Cody Rhodes. And you buy the logo, the music, the whole presentation, which I thought was great. I thought that's what they needed to do. If you're bringing in Cody Rhodes, you want to shock the system a little bit and, and, and get people talking. That was the best way to do it. And I think maybe he does mention the words AEW tonight. This might be the only time he does it, but... Maybe we actually get to see that tonight. Logan Paul, I don't know what direction they're going to go with Logan Paul and The Miz. At some point, they're probably going to have to figure out a way to make Miz the good guy in that exchange because I don't think the fans are, are going to stop pouring onto Logan Paul. So he did a spectacular job and just notched another person with Bad Bunny, Floyd Mayweather, and some others of people from the outside who've done a great job at WrestleMania. Make it in a moment, Observer Live. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Semper, VB, also WrestlingObserver.com. So despite the fact that Night One had two and a half hours of video packages and entrances in a four-hour show, I thought it was a pretty great WrestleMania. Night Two, not quite as great, although there was great stuff on the show. RK Bro, Street Profits, Alpha Academy, excellent opening match. RKO's all over. RK Bro got the win, retained the Raw Tag Team titles. That's one to uh, go out of your way to see. If you want to see horrible things, there was plenty of that on the show. Bobby Lashley and Omos, holy smokes, this match was horrible. And uh, when you can't have a match, good match with AJ Styles, it's uh, it's time to cut bait. Take a break. Go back to that uh, performance center because uh, Omos cannot have a bad, uh, good match. This match with Lashley, horrible. And then Lashley beat him. So, so much for that win streak. Dude, what's he going to do down there? I mean, honestly, and I don't want to break Keep up the trying. flow of this, but like... To me, if he's not going to be nine one one, then you probably need to cut bait because I he does not seem to have lateral movement. There are just things that, unless he's just going to be a guy who walks in and choke slams and is a bodyguard and serves that kind of role, which you can do, you can bring him out every three months or so and have him go crush somebody. People would lose their minds. Like to me, that's it. Other than that. I mean, it's. I mean, can you imagine? Look, almost and Vince, they should get together and have a match. That would be amazing. Johnny Knoxville, Sami Zayn. I mean, I could talk for hours about this. In fact, if you're a subscriber to WrestlingObserver.com, myself awesome. and Filthy Tom Law this afternoon. It's actually going to be at two thirty <laughs> Pacific today, half hour late. Two thirty Pacific, five thirty Eastern. I bet we could spend an hour on this match. But suffice to say. And this is what I will say about WWE. You need a full deconstruction of that match. This is a uh, this is a backhanded. It's uh, not even a compliment. This is just uh, you know this is a reality. WWE has a tendency to advertise things and either under deliver or just deliver what you would expect. And every now and then they over deliver. And an example of that, in fact, would be Kevin Owens and, and Steve Austin. They they advertised that it was going to be just a talk show segment, and they delivered. 
a legitimate, good, no-holds-barred Steve Austin versus Kevin. So they over-delivered, which is rare for WWE. I'm not sure in all the years that I have been watching WWE, and I started watching in like 1987, I don't think there's ever been a match that more over-delivered than this one here. Is Johnny Knoxville, Sami Zayn, anything goes. We all knew that it would be pie pans and trash cans, and you knew there was going to be a taser to the balls and this and that. I did not expect fireworks in the ass. I did not expect <laughs> the giant hand. I did not expect Wee Man. It was like UFC 1 in there. This guy's just <laughs> stiffing people right and left, and then Sami Zayn just booted him. Like, the only way this boot would have been worse is if he would have booted him with the toe of his boot, which is like, you're not supposed to ever kick someone with the toe. You just kick him with the flat part of your boot. Man, he kicked this dude. Wee Man didn't even turn his head. It was just the boot goes right into his nose. You know, I think his nose went into his brain. Oh, my God. They were absolutely killing each other. And, yes, they did slow motion play that, too, for everybody. Yeah, usually what they do is, like, you know, they, they show real slow motion. Then right when there's about to be impact, they speed it up so you can't really see what happened. Not this one. It was, like, <laughs> slow. And then they slowed it down even more. And you saw right this. Oh, my God. And then the giant mousetrap, the giant hand that flew in. I was dying. I was dying watching this match. Loved it. Just loved it. I mean, it was total, absolute pro wrestling stupidity. It was a human cartoon. Oh, man. That was something Just else. Take that spring break. Take Golly. that Joey Janela. They outdid every indie. They did. If for they good, had the most bad, preposterous match of the weekend. Yes. This, this whole, that whole two days of WrestleMania, there was, it was a absolute spectacle. And this, look, Logan Paul delivered. Steve Austin delivered uh you know i johnny knoxville delivered a lot of the stuff that look i would have taken a great one day five hour wrestling show that was classic top to bottom stuff i would have taken that i absolutely would have Dude, but if you had if taken, you're going to go ahead if you would have taken these two wrestlemanias these two nights and you'd have put only the best stuff on one show it would have been the greatest WrestleMania yeah. of all time by multiples. Yeah. But look, no, if you, look, if you trimmed the fat off of both of those shows at two night, and you could have taken off an hour off of each show and not missed a beat, and it probably would have even flowed better. But what I was going to say is, look, they promised this year a spectacle. They made no bones about the fact, with, with the exception of a couple of matches headlined by Brock and by Roman, that this is a spectacle show. This is not for you, Mr. Hardcore Pro Wrestling fan. This is for the masses. And from that point of view, they delivered and then some the Johnny Knoxville stuff. I haven't seen Jackass in years. So to see Wee Man with his little wee gut doing a body slam on Sami Zayn. And this is another thing, too, and I just want to throw this out there about Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens re-signing. Bottom line with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn is they can walk into Canada anytime WWE runs and be the biggest things in all of professional wrestling, bar none. They walk into Quebec, you know, they're, they're like gods there. AEW doesn't have that reach in Canada. They don't. And they these are two guys that like their job. They like the people they work with. They like where they're at in their lives. And there are a lot of people that are upset that we're not going to get to see 
Generico and Steen again in AEW doing stuff. That You know what? That's okay. And you see why maybe yesterday and the day before of why these guys were so completely fine with resigning with WWE and possibly even finishing out their careers there, depending on what direction they decide to take. But if you told me the next three years, I would do absolutely nothing in job to every person on that roster, but I got to be in the ring with Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania for his last match. I'm sorry. If I'm Kevin Owens, it's all worth it. All right. We had Sasha and Naomi versus Zelina and Carmella versus Rhea and Liv Morgan versus Natty and Shayna. Sasha and Naomi won the women's tag titles. It was a match that was on the card. Edge beat AJ Styles. They did not go uh, 18. They did not go 45. They went 25. And uh, it was excellently... Here's the thing. It was excellently wrestled. Were people bored? Yeah, some people were bored by the middle of it. I thought it was a very, very good match. The finish sucked. Damian Priest appears. AJ is distracted. He does a springboard and gets speared out of midair and pinned. And now we got Edge and Damian Priest as a duo. And Lord, I don't need that crap on a WrestleMania. Do those stupid finishes on Raw and SmackDown. Come up with something creative for the biggest show of the year. Sheamus and Ridge Holland versus The New Day. This match got bumped from night one because they had two and a half hours of video packages on a four-hour show. Well, on this show, New Day comes out dressed as Big E when he won the title. Tribute to their fallen friend. They show the footage of the guy's broken neck. They go one minute and 40 seconds, and the New Day is beaten clean in the middle of the ring. Pat McAfee defeated Austin Theory. This match was good. Pat McAfee was great, but if you saw the Adam Cole match, you would have expected that. Austin Theory did a great job with him. Pat McAfee rolled him up for the pin. This led to the worst match in the history of WrestleMania. Bordering on the, it may actually be the worst match I've ever seen, and I don't no. want to hear one excuse about no. how it shouldn't count in the year-end voting. But, dude, it was horrible. Vince is absolutely completely immobile. He's out there as jacked up as he can be at 76. He puts his arm out, and Pat McAfee runs into it numerous times. Pat McAfee has to sell for this guy, and then Vince McMahon takes a football and boots it in his ribs and pins him. He pinned Pat McAfee in the middle of the ring. So then, of course, they hit Stone Cold Steve Austin's music. Thankfully, Steve Austin came out. Austin Theory takes the greatest stunner in the history of man. And then it's time for the McMahon-Austin stunner. And if you've ever seen Vince McMahon work, he's horrible. So horrible, I almost dropped an F-bomb right there. He's the worst. <laughs> He's absolutely... 25 years ago, this guy couldn't do anything in the ring. But he was Vince, so of course everybody sold for him, and he punched him as hard as he could in the face and all that kind of crap. But he could never, ever, not one time ever, take the Stone Cold Stunner right. And we're talking 25 years ago when he was in his 50s and not his mid-70s. So, they do the spot. Austin boots him. It's honestly like Vince is a wax statue. He just tips over backwards, starts falling to the ropes. Steve Austin, who bumped and he did everything, but the one thing he didn't do yesterday on Saturday night was run. Now he starts running. <laughs> he's sprinting like it's it's like a track meet. He's trying to get a hold of this guy. Then he's trying to deadlift him off the mat, which is impossible. He finally gets him in position. Vince McMahon takes a stunner by sitting down. I on got his own legs. so many messages from wrestlers yesterday crying like Austin was not the only one crying with laughter 
I mean, people were crying. And I was too. And you know what? I wouldn't want it any other way. This was the only way to end this rivalry, was for Vince to take one more of the absolute worst stunners ever in the history of man. And he did. And we all went home happy. And then Roman Reigns Lesnar. Hey, if you didn't see the show, close your eyes. Imagine Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for 12 minutes and 15 seconds. That's exactly what happened. And then Roman speared him and pinned him. And as noted yesterday on the Brian Vinny show, Roman was announced as he entered the ring as the undisputed universal champion. He won and was billed as the new undisputed universal champion. So after all that time, they couldn't figure out what to call it, nor did they have a new belt. So yes, he unified the titles, but they're just going to split them up again, probably sooner rather than later. But damn it, we got that, that biggest match of all time. Back in a moment, Observer Live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Well, that was the two nights of WrestleMania, everybody. And we also had NXT Stand and Deliver. And uh, got a couple things I want to talk about here. So I only saw the uh, I only saw the ladder match in the main event. Didn't have time to watch the rest of the show. But this is what happened. Raquel and Dakota Kai beat Toxic Attraction on the pre-show and won the NXT Tag Team titles. So uh, they're the new champions. Cameron Grimes did, in fact, win the North American title, as I expected, beating Carmelo Hayes, Santos. It was the only finish. I don't care what anyone says. It's the only finish. Beat Santos, Joaquin. Well, actually, Joaquin and Well, it's Raul. the only finish they should Raul have there. done, which they did. So. Solo Sokoa, Grayson Waller. Anyway, a lot of stuff happened in this match. Interference, like crazy amounts of interference. And uh, finally, Cameron Grimes climbed up and won for his uh, deceased father, the final promise he'd made for him. They did a great job with that storyline the last few weeks, so I was very happy to see that. Tommaso Ciampa lost to Tony D'Angelo, so he's out of there. Probably showing up on Raw tonight, for all I know. MSK beat Imperium and the Creed Brothers to win the tag team titles. So uh, everyone thought the Creed Brothers were going to be champions. They, in fact, did not win the belts. MSK did, so that was a surprise. In the four-way, we had Cora Jade, Kaylee Ray, Io Shirai, and Mandy Rose. And uh, Mandy Rose won. She retained the title. Because, you know, they want to create new young stars. Thankfully, Cora got the rub just being in the match over WrestleMania weekend. She didn't need to win, God forbid. So Mandy Rose is still the champion. Gunter beat LA Knight. Heard it was all right. Dave did not think it was a very good match at all. And he's, you know, fan of Gunther. Well, he's, he's rating it on the Walter scale. So. Which is a pretty high bar. Yeah. And then, yes, in the main event, it is Dolph Ziggler versus Braun Breaker. 
and uh, and Braun Breaker got ran into an exposed turn. I mean, the match was so stupid when you think about it. I mean, the, the work was was pretty good, but Robert Roode interferes, and the referee says, "You're out of here." He ejects him. So then Robert Roode just comes back, and the referee the referee is is like he's helpless. Well, if I if I disqualify him, you know. Braun Breaker can't win the title, so I really don't want to disqualify him. I'm like, this is the stupidest, absolute stupidest rule. The rules are so dumb, it makes everyone look so stupid. So he just keeps interfering. I mean, no big deal. And then uh, Braun Breaker gets his eyes raked. He gets thrown into a buckle. And Ziggler super kicks him and pins him. Braun Breaker was defeated. And I know that uh, we got some... Uh, some fell on. In fact, someone's saying it right here. Braun is screwed, this person says. Brian is screwed. Is that mm, right? I don't know about that. I don't know about I'll that. I'll put it to you like this, everybody. <laughs> I'll put it to you like this. If you've got your $1,000 queued up for Whale Scout, transfer those funds over to your bank account tonight mm-hmm. and talk to me in the morning. So that was the uh, that was the NXT that was the NXT 2.0 show there. We also had the uh, Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor. I did not see the the entire show, but uh, FTR and the Briscoes. Holy smokes, dude! There ain't no match this weekend better than that match. That match was the most unbelievable tag team match, and you know these guys, all of them, you know. They put a lot of pressure on themselves, and the goal was to, like, you know, have a blow-away match. And they were, you know, that was a lot of pressure they put on themselves. And they went in there and they delivered. And, like, the highest praise that I can give it is this was this was a classic 1980s-style pro wrestling match with 2022 work and high spots. I mean, it was so awesome. And I don't want to hear, oh, Dude, go watch the match and get back to me. This was not, you know, oh, it was, he only thought it was great because there were a lot of flips or his, bro. No, it was an old school, fantastic, double juice tag team match between two teams that weren't there to look cool. They weren't there to show off. They were there to get a fight and to see who the better team was. And it was awesome. And FTR won the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles. The Young Bucks showed up afterwards and uh, attacked the Briscoes. So I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with the Briscoes. I don't know if they're going to end up in uh, in AEW. But it appears the Briscoes are with Ring of Honor. I believe the Briscoes are also going to be with Impact. AEW is working obviously with the company that Tony Khan owns, Ring of Honor, and they're working with Impact Wrestling. So you're going to see the Briscoes versus the Young Bucks which is a match all four of them want, and they're going to tear the house down. And on uh, Wednesday, you're going to see FTR versus the Young Bucks with the Ring of Honor and the AAA titles on the line on Dynamite. I do expect FTR to win that match, but that's going to tear the house down. And uh, they also shot the angle. For those of you who have been watching Dynamite, This uh, it wasn't as slow as I thought. Jay Lethal turned heel on the Ring of Honor show. He's a full heel. He is aligned with his best friend, Sanjay Dutt, as an evil duo. 
Samoa Joe then debuted at the end of the Ring of Honor show, so he's going to be a Ring of Honor regular. Man, this show, I didn't see the whole show, but what I saw, I mean, this was some awesome stuff. So that was the Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor show. Did you see that picture of Tony presenting Samoa Joe as Samoa Joe was walking out on stage? He was so excited, dude. You've never seen a happier man in the world. And look, I'll right over here, not, not the Doctor of Style Slick, which I also have on my chest right here, but right underneath that, Sergeant Slaughter and Don Carnoodle against Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood. And I began watching wrestling at a very young age. And in the magazines, that was the thing that that and Ric Flair were the things that really made me a pro wrestling fan. I loved Steamboat and Youngblood. And their feud with Slaughter and Carnoodle is amazing. And it's available in its entirety. You can watch pretty much the whole thing leading up to it, including the match that they itself that they have in Greensboro. And it's some of the best work of all time and was proof that you can main event any territory with tag team wrestling because it's about the story it's about the emotion it's about the work the psychology the whole nine yards and the briscoes and ftr both cosmically go back to that time they are products of the teams that they watched in the 80s Arn and Tully, the Bulldogs, the Midnight Express, the Fantastics, the Sheepherders, the Rock and Roll Express, the Midnight Express. You can go on and on and on. There were so many great ones. And I hope, I hope some promotion out there, there's so many indies out there, there's so many places out there that look at tag team wrestling and look at a story like this and it's something that they could build around. Always drives me nuts with AEW. So many great tag teams. Seems to be messy a lot of the times. They have focus on maybe one thing, but then everything else gets messy. New Japan, same way. Terrible utilization of the talent. As great as Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi were as a team. Can you imagine if you built up a couple more? It's one of the reasons right now I'm actually bullish on Edge and Damian Priest together. I kind of like it. Instead of Damian Priest just floating out there in the ether, I like this idea. Don't like how they got there, as Brian said. The finish of that match was absolutely garbage for a WrestleMania and just completely ridiculous. You want to have a hand for the jackass match come out of nowhere to pop the crowd? Okay. Explain how Damian Priest just shows up there and nobody knows how he got there, especially AJ Styles, who was climbing up to the top rope right next to him. But I digress on that. Bottom line is tag team wrestling is fantastic. FTR and the Briscoes have been, in my opinion, two of the best in the world for a long time. And I don't know how you can work the Briscoes into to AEW and Ring of Honor. Maybe it's through Impact but I'd like to see them match up with a lot of other of these teams out there that they haven't been able to mess with for a long time because they've been solely in Ring of Honor. You know, I saw that picture of Tony, and I saw the uh, comments from the various nerds. Oh, look at Tony. What a geek. Well, God forbid we have someone running a wrestling company that loves and respects wrestling and loves everything about it. No shit. No, re- no, I'd much no. rather have a guy exactly. running exactly. the company that hated wrestling and had <laughs> disdain for the fans and who mistreated his wrestlers. That's what I'm looking for in a company. Dude, Not a guy who loves this business. And like I put on Twitter, it's like, even if you don't like Tony Connor AEW, why don't you find something to be that happy about this weekend with all this wrestling going on? Find a way to be that happy. Naturally, maybe with a little bit of help, who cares? Be happy. And, and the thing with WWE, and I saw it last night with the stunner of like people like, all of that stuff and Cody debut. It's you can like WWE without immediately dumping on AEW and vice versa. And with so much stuff over the weekend, you know, again, if you can't be happy, let's uh, go seek some professional help because that's on you. Well, let's talk more. So AJ got cut open on the stage. He did. He was walking out, and his 
face got sliced up, and boy, he was angry. Mm-hmm. As noted, Boogs was injured. He tried. It's funny because they actually did a spot in the ladder match on NXT 2.0 where uh, Solo Sokoa tried to do the same spot where he's got one guy up in Samoan drop, which, by the way, I hate this spot because it's so contrived. It's like you got one guy up, and then the other guy runs over and leaps on the guy's shoulders. Yeah. It was so dumb. And In both cases, Solo Sokoa collapsed, but he didn't get hurt, and Boogs collapsed, but he did get hurt. But th- so, that's the thing. It takes well, too long. It okay. looks like crap, unless you're big. And I'm sorry, I just want to throw this out. There's a reason that football teams have stopped doing the dead carry a lot of the times. It's because of that reason. It is completely, again, there's a lot of spots that are completely insane. That's one that, again, very, they are just pulling it out too often with guys that just think they're a lot stronger than they really are. All right, so we had that. And then as noted in the beginning of the show, Pat Buck quit. He was the uh, guy who, he was an agent, and if you recall, like way back when they started using Adam Pierce more, uh, Pat Buck, I think I think they might have been considering him for the role, because like he was all over TV for a short period of time, and then they uh, they decided they were going to use Adam Pierce instead. But uh, Pat Buck quit, and uh, you know, the story I was told, you guys know how you, you hear stories? <laughs> mm-hmm. Do I need so to talk about Rhonda? Mm-hmm. I'll do that in a minute, but... The story I was told was, uh, I mean, I don't want to say the job sucks, okay? But these these agents, all of them, they work Raw and SmackDown. So, like, most, you know, the vast majority of the wrestlers, except for, like, the women's tag or whatever, I mean, they, they work Raw and then they go home. Or they work SmackDown and then they go home. But all of the agents, they they have to fly in, they have to work Raw, and then they, they're home for like a second, and they have to fly back, and they have to work SmackDown. And then they have to fly, and they have to... So anyway, the story I got was just like, it was just too much. Like, never home, always there, and he just had enough, and he quit. So that was Pat Buck. It's now, a thankless job, man. I must say, I must say something about Ronda, okay? Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, Pat Buck was the agent for, apparently, the both main events on both nights. Some people don't understand how this whole uh, reporting thing works in... Right and wrong, okay? Listen. I have friends who are friends with Rhonda, okay? And they've they've been talking to me about Rhonda since she came to WWE, all right? I was told that Rhonda was furious that she was not main eventing WrestleMania, okay? I didn't say she almost quit. I saw stories all over the place about... I never said any of that, Okay. I was told that she was furious about it, and she left the Hall of Fame on Friday night and did come back Saturday and ended up doing the match, all right? Rhonda then did a post and said she was honored to work underneath Stone Cold Steve Austin, and she said that the reason that she left the Hall of Fame was because, I guess, she had to put her baby to bed, or I remember what this, it was her baby. Okay, well, you know what the story is? That's the story. The story is that her friends, friends of hers, told me that she was furious about it. She says she wasn't furious about it. That's the story. Which one is right? Which one is wrong? Where's the truth in all of this? I don't know. But I'm telling you what happened. So that's it. If you want to say that I was wrong, I, no one should be calling Rhonda a liar. Or anything. There's no lying going on here. There's no stories being made up. There's two sides to this story. And you can decide which side you want to believe. That's it. Observer Live.
Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So, um, I don't know what's going to happen on Raw tonight. I mean, I've heard things, and uh, I hinted one of them. So, uh, Cody will be on the show, and uh, he's going to do an interview talking about whatever he's going to talk about. He's going to explain what's going on, I guess. And uh, there's going to be, I'm sure, some people called up, and there's going to be some... Uh, some big surprises on the show tonight. But, you know, as they as they say, nothing's official till it's official. So uh, so we'll see what's going on. Did a nice job teasing that, though. If, if people don't get a chance to see it for themselves tonight on Raw, where can they find out about everything that happened on tonight on Raw? Well, of course, you can listen to Wrestling Observer Radio with myself and Dave Meltzer at WrestlingObserver.com. I'll be doing a post-show coming up tonight, and obviously we'll be here on the show tomorrow talking all about it and uh, collecting my money. But wait a second, Brian. Yes. Wait a second. What if What if I want to know what happened on Raw, but in a more comedic way, and I want you to tell it to me personally? How could I Are you trying to plug my Cameo? Well, I'm not going to sit there and do a Raw report on Cameo. you kidding me? I'm going to do it on this show where I can make the big bucks. But... I did do a bunch of cameos this weekend. I had some fun. Did you? Yeah. There's always uh, – sometimes I get, like, just, you know, some nothing happening, you know, whatever. But uh, 99% of the time, I get all this information, and, boy, it's just, just winding me up. And I can go for can go for a while. But anyway, check it out. Cameo, F4W Online, WrestlingObserver.com, Wrestling Observer Live, Figure 4 Daily, Filthy 4 Daily with Tom Lawler, 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern today. Brian and Vinny Show, Death of WCW, 100 Things WWE Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die. <laughs> you got USA Today. Should I go on with that one? Sports Illustrated Writer. Anyway, we're out of time. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, we'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer. Blah. <laughs>